Some of the prime reasons hindering the shift are a lack of conviction among policymakers, the limited consensus among the scientific community in favor of organic and natural farming, and the tendency to evaluate non-chemical agricultural practices only on the basis of yield. The Center for Science and Environment CSE, a Delhi-based nonprofit, has recently consolidated long-term evidence on the holistic benefits of organic and natural farming. It analyzed the results of 89 scientific studies, conducted across the country over the last decade, and the findings of the government's own All India Network Project on Organic Farming AINPOF, in 16 states since 2004. CSE researchers analyzed these key aspects, crop yield, cost of cultivation, income and livelihood, soil health and environment, and food quality. In the report, Evidence, 2004-20 on Holistic Benefits of Organic and Natural Farming in India, they state that organic and natural farming is profitable and sustainable, and productive compared to chemical-dependent inorganic farming. On Yield Long-term trends of crop yield from the AINPOF experiment show that the organic approach is better than inorganic and is at par with integrated, a mix of organic and inorganic, methods. Of the 504 times yield results were recorded during 2014-19, some 41% of the times yields were highest with the organic approach, followed by 33% with integrated. For vegetables, oilseeds, and cereals, the yield with the organic approach was better than integrated and inorganic. In pulses and spices, yield with an integrated approach was higher than with an organic or inorganic approach. Evidence collated by CSE from other scientific studies further adds to this evidence. These studies have found that crops such as spinach, baby corn, broccoli, potato, lady's finger, tomato, onion, chili, pigeon pea, cow pea, black gram, rice, rocky, pearl millet, wheat, and banana, yields can be higher with organic and natural farming in comparison to inorganic. In the case of natural farming, crops like maize, groundnut, sugarcane, finger millet, soybean, jowar, sorghum, and turmeric also show higher yields. The studies highlight the importance of organic and bio inputs like farmyard manure, vermicompost, poultry manure, green manure, liquid biofertilizers, jivamrutha, bijamritha, ganahayavamritha, pankagavya, and fish protein hydrolysate. Some also find a positive role played by seed soaking with liquid manure, mulching, and intercropping in organic farming. After switching to organic practices, crops such as wheat, maize, rice, cluster bean, sesame, cumin, and psyllium husk take a few years to produce a comparable or more yield than inorganic, while crops like potato take a year, the findings show. On profit, AINPOF project shows that the cost of cultivation is higher with the organic approach than with integrated. The CSE report explains that the high cost is because organic and bio inputs used in AINPOF are largely purchased from the market. Whereas, organic inputs cost less if produced on farm by farmers. Despite the high cost of cultivation AINPOF's farms, net returns are highest in 63% of cropping systems with an organic approach. Similarly, in the case of the integrated approach, net returns are highest in 11% cropping systems. Other scientific studies suggest that in the case of natural farming, yields may not always be high for all crops, but the benefit-cost ratio is several times higher than inorganic. Along with the minimized cost of production and premium prices for the produce, incomes, and profits under natural farming are higher than those of conventional farming. 
On average, even without certification, produce from natural farming fetches twice the income of conventional farming, suggest the studies. Moreover, they say the use of cheaper eco-friendly biofertilizers also makes organic farming a low-cost alternative to chemical methods.